The, oh, yes. This is the face of equality and fairness right here. A black racist. Oh, yes, they exist, and she is one. Let's not even kid ourselves, folks. Some people, without a victimhood attachment to the personality, are meaningless losers. They've got nothing going on for them. They have to have this. Imagine being this big of a loser. Be you black, white, it doesn't matter. If this is what you do, you're a piece of shit. You really are. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i'm your host john burke josh is out at the moment down in mexico partying his little ass off so hopefully him and his family are having a good time well it's friday it's finally here we all made it through the week right god knows it's been a hell of a one some of us lost some uh massive youtube following but hey not a big deal you know we're not we're not torn up about it so uh yeah (laughs) nah i appreciate everybody being here with us today Oh, man. Great, great day this morning. Went up to the gym, had a great workout, uh, feeling pretty good, excited to be here. So for those that don't know, we are now streaming on Rumble. We've been streaming on Rumble for a while, but we're making a massive push over there. YouTube count was taken down. No end in sight as far as possibly getting back. Luckily, they did pay out what they owed me. So that's good. I will give them that. I'm thankful for that. Uh, But still no idea if we're going to get the account back or not. But either way, our Alamo Lost Savages is what? It's Rumble. You're always going to find the shows on Rumble. Now, I've been away, made aware of the fact that apparently iTunes is not updating um, for the last two or three episodes. I'm not sure why I contacted support. We'll find out what's going on with that. But in the meantime, you can still find the podcast on all other apps. And no matter what, it will be here on Rumble. Make sure you can follow me over there at John Burke. And the new John Ross page is live. And I didn't know this. And I had a Locals account. There's a Locals app that I've seen becoming kind of predominantly used. Um, you can attach your Rumble account to the Locals account. So I've done that. So if you're watching on Rumble, join that Locals community. It's basically a a Facebook kind of style thing uh, with less censorship. I've seen a lot of people going to that. So we appreciate that love and support. Um, And outside of that, yeah, we're just, we're slowly going to make this transition, folks. And I really have to put that into context because my God, this day and age, they're going to think I'm chopping my nuts off. (laughs) But uh, no, appreciate the love and support there and excited to announce very excited to announce uh, Shell Shock CBD folks today just released the Cotton Candy Flavored Delta 8. Now, I've tested these personally. They're amazing. They taste really good, uh, just like cotton candy. Delta 8 is THC. It will get you high, and it will make you fail a drug test. So please keep that in mind, and you can get this at ShellShockCBD.com. Once again, ShellShockCBD.com. And don't forget, orders $50 or more. Use code MUG and get a free coffee mug. Pretty badass, right? It's a good deal. So you can get the 40-count bags as well. The 40-count bags of the Halo Cotton Candy Delta 8. That 40-count roughly is about 80 bucks almost. That's like 40 pieces of Delta 8. That's a lot. It's pretty potent. And again, code MUG will get you uh, that free mug if you spend $50 or more. So that goes through the month of September. And uh, we hope you guys like that. And it's definitely worth it. All right, we ready to do this, ready to do this news. It's, there's, yeah, it's kind of a slower news day today. I'm not going to lie. Everything is just really revolving around the Queen's death. For those that don't know, Queen Elizabeth died yesterday at the age of 96. Uh, Prince Charles has now become King Charles, and he actually put out an address not uh, 30 minutes ago. I watched part of it, and in the, uh, in the address, I, I took note that, um, 
you know, he wished his family members well. And he also included uh, Harry and Meghan, he says, as they build their life overseas, which I thought, you know, honestly, good on him. It's going to show unity through your part. That's your son. You still love him. Uh, it's going to look bad on Harry and Meghan because they're going to look like the spoiled um, rich kids run away because they just don't like uh, their cushy life, whatever you want to call it. But I think that was good on uh, King, now King Charles, to, to just start off his reign, whatever you want to call this. Um, making that statement because again, everybody's watching this. Megan and Harry are an embarrassment to the royal family. They don't want to deal with this. It's like good grief. The freaking liberal comes in here and then they start tearing shit apart just in true liberal fashion. Um, and him by him taking this approach, it's gonna make uh, Harry and Megan just again look like the spoiled little teenagers that just want to go throw a temper tantrum. It's like, well, I'm running away from home. He's like, well, I love you anyway. So good on him. He started out uh, pretty good. So. Oh, my God. Let's see. Yeah, so here we go. We talked about this a few shows ago. Uh, you remember that Oberlin College that um, accused the bakery of being racist and the bakery sued them? Remember that? Well, they finally paid out. Woke Oberlin College finally pays out full $36 million owed to Family Bakery. It's slandered as racist. Oberlin College is finally paying out the full $36.59 million in the court order defamation damages to a mom-and-pop bakery that it's it slandered as racist. The leftist school has previously fought desperately to avoid paying the judgment. The move by the school to finally pay what it owes the bakery comes after the Ohio Supreme Court refused to hear its appeal according to the report by WKYC. You got to love that. You just, you just have to love that. They get what they have coming to them. It's about time some of these leftist institutions that are just founded by idiots are held accountable for the dumb shit that they do. And this is a good thing. This is a good thing. It's about time. They had nowhere else to go and they had to do this. Good. Fuck them. Oberlin College been ordered but to pay Gibson's Bakery $33 million for defamation damages in 2019 after Meredith Remendo, now an ex-dean, orchestrated a woke mob into slandering the family as racist for calling the police on three black students for allegedly shoplifting a bottle of wine. And Ohio, the Ohio College reacted by appealing the rule against them. Uh, meanwhile, Gibson's Bakery struggled to survive after Oberlin College students and the Remondo falsely accused the business of racism. Again... This is the state of affairs by the woke leftist Democrats. If a black person commits any crime and you accuse them of, of committing a crime, you're racist. You're doing that simply because they're black. That's what they're trying. That's what they're believing. That's what they push. It's ridiculous. Case in point, good news here. Talked about this on the show yesterday, the day before. Remember BYU? The black volleyball player or tennis player? And she accused... The white dude of hurling out the N-word during the match. We talked about that, I think, yesterday, the day before. Remember that? Well, guess what? Investigation finds no evidence of fan hurling racial slurs at Duke's Rachel Richardson. The investigation's collusion or conclusion comes as countless holes have been discovered in regard to the severe allegations made by Richardson. National media outlets blindly supported Richardson's claims without doing any research. Now, folks, why would they do that? Come on. Come on now. You want to talk about white privilege? By virtue of your, your race, you get access, you get afforded certain privileges that other people don't. Well, explain to me how a white person, if a white person said this, hey, that black person hurled a, a C-word at me, you think they just believe in blindness? Okay, we're going to need to see proof. This, this woman literally made an accusation, and MSM jumped on this. You, you wanted this to be true because this gives you headlines. It gives you more uh, divide in this country, which equates to more clicks. They love this. There was no journalistic integrity displayed by anybody involved in this. And meanwhile, let's crucify a white guy just because he's white. Now, if we look at this and say it's akin to say, oh, he raped me. And then come to find out he didn't, and she lied. Okay, well, she just accused this guy of doing this. There's no proof. He should sue the fuck out of her. And, it's, and here's the thing. Like, MSM isn't touching this. They're not really touching this too much. Man, they jumped all over it, though. They love seeing this. Black woman stands up to cis white guy. Just big old meanie racist. Yeah, it comes to find out. From the last article I read, the white dude with special needs. 
Oh my God! When minority versus special needs, the special needs are going to win in the in the court of social media woke opinion. It's like you're pitting the woke agenda against itself. And it's, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of fun to watch. It's kind of fun to watch. It's like, ooh, what a white liberal's going to respond to with this. You back to freaking black girl accusing a special needs guy of saying the N-word. Like, oh, 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 this is like a rumble in the jet. This is like it should be like a pay-per-view thing. I would watch this like, oh, my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to sit there and watch and listen and imbibe on the mental gymnastics that are going to happen on the left. It's like, you can't accuse her of that because you're a racist. Like, well, you must hate disabled people if you're saying that he can't accuse her. It's like, oh, my God, bro. Just the the levels of virtue signaling. Oh, I, w- I love this. I feed on this. This is so good. It's like, okay, well, they don't use common sense. They don't use logic. So how are they going to address this in any type of logical, rational manner? Like, according to me, or according to themselves, rather. Excuse me. They can't. Because their, their standards are ever-changing, constantly uh, fluctuating, and then sometimes not even existent. But they do exist for when they're accusing the right of something. It'd be the most... Oh, my God. I would love to watch that. But anyway, um, let's continue. Uh, during the match, Richardson said that she heard racial slurs while serving in front of the Cougars student section. Richardson told Duke coach Jalene Nagel of these alleged slurs. Nagel then addressed the allegations with BYU coach Heather Olmstead. A police officer and ushers immediately went into the student section. Richardson claimed later that she heard more intense slurs during the fourth set of the match. BYU proceeded to ban a fan who was not a student after Duke alleged the fan, excuse me, had used the N-word. BYU dropped the ban on Friday. An officer stationed in the uh, arena previously said that the fan likely had special needs and was not heard yelling anything inappropriate at Duke players. Uh, The university's investigation included interviews with more than 50 eyewitnesses, including players from both teams and athletic department. BYU also stated that it extensively reviewed the video and the audio from the match. From our extensive review, we have found or we have not found any evidence to corroborate the uh, the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event. BYU's statement read in part. As we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student-athlete feel unsafe. This is the reason for our immediate response and our thorough investigation. BYU also addressed those who will inevitably say it was selective in its investigation. They said, there will be some who amuse, or excuse me, there will be those who assume we are being selective in our review. Uh, Of course you are. Like, really? You think if this kid didn't have special needs and he was just white, you think you wouldn't hang him out to dry? Come on. Come on, folks. Let's not play stupid on this. Having special needs is what saved that kid's ass. If he was a, if it was me, a white dude, oh, yeah, he did it. He did it. Why? Because he's white. He's white. He probably doesn't lean left. Come on, man. Let's not play dumb with this. You know that's exactly what they do. It's what they always do. You got to believe all the whammons. I'm just saying, folks. I'm just saying. There will be those who assume we are being selective in our review. To the contrary, we have tried to be as thorough as possible in our investigation, and we renew our invitation for anyone with evidence contrary to our findings to come forward and share it. Despite being unable to find supporting evidence of racial slurs in the many recordings and interviews, we hope that all those involved will understand our sincere efforts to ensure that all student-athletes competing at BYU feel safe. So what's going to happen to this girl? Outside of Richardson's godmother, who has a laundry list worth of racial... Oh, hold on. Well, this is a different article I didn't read. Let's look at this. Uh, Duke volleyball player's godmother shows troubling past with racist remarks. Duke's Rachel Richardson was at the center of an alleged racist attack. Blah, blah, blah. Richardson's godmother, Lisa Pamplin, brought attention to the alleged incident by tweeting the accusations. She is running a current campaign to be elected as a circuit court judge in Fort Worth, Tech. You don't... Oh, my gosh. No kid. No wonder. Pamplin shared Richardson's experience. My goddaughter is the only black starter for Duke's volleyball team, Pamplin tweeted. While playing yesterday, she was called an N-word every time she served. She was threatened by a white male that told her to watch her back going to the team bus. A police officer had to be put by their bench. Come to find out, this was false. 
This has Jussie Smollett written all over it, folks. This is Jussie Smollett written, written all over it. Let's not play stupid with this. I mean, come on. Acorn doesn't fall very far from the tree, does it? Politically motivated racism. That's what the liberals do. It's ridiculous. And if she's a conservative, shame on her. With no audio, video footage available to corroborate Pamplin's account of what happened to Richardson and the emergence of the police report that stated no inappropriate language was heard, the public started to question Pamplin's uh, accusation of racism. Um, yeah, there's the uh, tweet. One unnamed source reached out to Outkick to, uh, to highlight Pamplin's history of bashing conservatives and white people, which has become its own trope with allegations of racism in past years. Pamphlets troubling tweets from calling white people the C word and describing white supremacy as the looming doom over the nation. Pamphlets profile has been checked has been checking the boxes of a racially focused political figure seeking to gain attention or merit off alleged victimhood. Oh my God. Where have we seen this before? Almost everybody on the left. And then there's a list of her tweets here. I knew she was married to a white boy just reading the tweet. And, and she wants to be a judge. You kidding me? A circuit court judge in Fort Worth, Texas. The, oh, yes. This is the face of equality and fairness right here. A black racist. Oh, yes. They exist. And she is one. Let's not even kid ourselves, folks. Some people, without a victimhood attachment to the personality, are meaningless losers. They've got nothing going on for them. They have to have this. Imagine being this big of a loser. Be you black, white, it doesn't matter. If this is what you do, you're a piece of shit. You really are. And people are getting fed up with this. This has gone way too far for way too long. Oh, they called me a, a big mean... No, no, nobody did. You're lying. And this is exactly why, this is literally exactly why nobody believes you when you're black and you accuse white people of racism. This right here is exactly why. You've used race, again, for political motivation to score dunking points on the opposing political side. And it's blowing up in your face. You are your community's worst enemy. The black community should be ashamed of people like her. They should be calling her out. This kid should be shamed all over social media. You tried using racism to justify your shitty performance. Now, where did she learn that from? Interesting, right? But no, it's not a culture problem. No, it's the white man's fault. It's our fault for doing what exactly? It's, it's just gotten ridiculous, folks. All right. Well, at least we're seeing Oberlin College and this other one um, pay their dues. And I'm good that they apologize to the fan. I'm sure the alumni should get an apology, too. It's ridiculous. And they jumped all over this. Got a cop involved, too. Like, who, said, who said the mean words? Who said the... Like, really? I mean, if it's a heckler, I get it. But still, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. ridiculous again these are democrats this is what they do this is what they do all right new york times op-ed says we should not romanticize queen elizabeth's era now when i saw this headline i was like i like wait what wait hold on what okay i'm interested let's because i don't know a lot about the queen i don't pay attention i haven't paid attention to be to be perfectly frank i think i watched like one season of the crown it's pretty good not gonna lie it's good but i was like i just don't care i just don't care um but I saw this headline. I was like, okay, this could be a different take that I haven't thought about. And, of course, it went the direction you would assume it would go. But, anyway, it says, we should not romanticize Queen Elizabeth's era. Uh, the New York, New York Times immediately politicized Queen Elizabeth II's passing on Thursday with an op-ed advising people to not romanticize her reign, citing Britain's past colonialism. How did I not see that coming? 
of all of all examples for colonizing. I mean, that's kind of like the the archetype of it, I guess. But still, like really, okay. Written by Harvard professor, there you go, uh, Maya Jezinoff. <laughs> the article wastes little time getting to its thesis of demonizing the queen as a relic of a racist era in which she oversaw the dissolution of the British, British Empire. Jezinoff begins by at least acknowledging the late queen's impact on Britain and the rest of the world before dedicating over 1,500 words to bashing her legacy and calling for an end to the British monarchy's cultural impact. Uh, she's been a fiction. I mean, I'm kind of sitting there. It's like, okay, you're almost there. You're almost there. I mean, I don't give a fuck about the cultural impact, but yeah. And the monarchy. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't see anything wrong with that. But, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, Ooh, you're almost there. You're almost there. Oh, no, you had to be a woke idiot. No, never mind. Swing and a miss. So um, she has been a fixture of stability, and her death is already turbulent times will send ripples of sadness around the world, writes Jason off. But we should not romanticize her era. Okay. Saying the queen put a stolid traditionalist's Front over decades of violent upheaval, Jasanoff then alleges that the Queen's image essentially helped to obscure a bloody history of decolonization that has yet to be acknowledged and apologized for. After, oh my God, oh Jesus. Everybody's a victim. They didn't apologize for what they did. Um, okay, let's look at this from a practical approach. When have the winners and the conquerors ever apologized to the losers? Nor should they. You lost. Your society was weak. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, it's it's like, I, I just really want to dig in the minds of these types of idiots on the left. It's like, okay, so if people are colonizers and they should apologize for the past, how far back are we going? Well, I mean, how far back do you want to go? Spain? France? England? The Spanish Empire, rather? vying for power in Europe in the Renaissance period, the conquering they did, the Crusades, the Ottoman Empire? How far back are we going here? I mean, are we doing this all the way back to, like, God forbid, Mesopotamia? These people live in this world that I just do not understand. You should apologize for the colonizing. No. Your, your people were weak. The stronger ones prevailed, as does life, or as is life. I'm sorry, but stop bending to these weak people. They're not worth it. They're weak. Walk all over them. Laugh at them. When have the strong ever, ever bent to the knee, bent the knee to the weak? They they don't. Why should they? England should apologize. England should do whatever the fuck they want to do. And same goes for America. Now, granted. We are trying to evolve and become better, stay out of pointless wars, resort more towards diplomatic measures versus firing a gun. I agree with there. But let's not pretend to sit there and hold, again, historical figures to a contemporary, politically correct standard and then virtue signal. Well, if I'd have been alive back then, I wouldn't have been a slave owner. Uh, if you were rich and white, chances are you probably would have. Outside of that, it was like, what, 4% of the population owns slaves? Oh, don't even get me started on that. But you get where I'm going. You get where I'm going. These people, they live in this world that just makes no sense. It, I think it, it comes from this lack of understanding of self. It, it, to me, I think it comes from a lack of um, accomplishment and self-assurance. These people have to find something to give them meaning. To make them feel good about themselves without, without actually having to do anything. And so they just basically say like, well, I'm fighting on social media a virtual non-existent enemy, such as racism or colonialism or blah, 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 or this or that. But look at me. This is what my life is dedicated to. Fighting an enemy that doesn't exist anymore? Okay. Cool. And they, and they sit there in their circles, and they just clap for each other. Well, today, I told a white man that his privilege, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. What? 
this is where we're at, folks. This is where we're at. After sifting through the Queen's long, complicated history without so much as an attempt to present a rebuttal or at least add a layer of, context of contextualization to the many alleged atrocities attributed to her government, Jasanoff then reflects on the Queen's final decades during which she saw a rise in British multiculturalism that culminated into Prince Harry's marriage to Meghan Markle. Oh, well. Xenophobia and racism have been rising, fueled by the toxic politics of Brexit, laments Jasanoff. Oh, my gosh. There it is. There it is. This is a Harvard. I mean, again, does this, does this shock anybody? Um, she was, of course, a white face on all the coins, notes, and stamps circulated in a rapidly diversifying nation. From perhaps one person of color and 200 Britons at her accession, the 2011 census counted one in seven, she later suggests. Uh, Jasanoff closes with a call to end what she calls the imperial monarchy and reduce it to a piece of ceremonial obscurity as seen in the Scandinavian countries. The new king now has an opportunity to make a real historical impact by scaling back the royal pomp and updating Britain's monarchy to be more like those of Scandinavia. That would be an end to celebrate, she concludes. Jasanoff is far from the only pro professor to politicize the queen's death and is actually far more restrained in her criticisms than some of her woke counterparts. I heard the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. Carnegie Mellon University professor Jujana tweeted on Thursday. In a follow-up tweet, the professor wrote, That wretched woman and her bloodthirsty throne have fucked generations of my ancestors on both sides of the family, and she supervised the government that sponsored the genocide of my parents and siblings survived. May she die in agony. That's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. Generations of my ancestors on both sides. Uh, what is she referring to here? And she supervised the government that sponsored the genocide of my parents and siblings. I'd be interested in learning more about it. I mean, if she's got some teeth to this accusation, I'm definitely interested in hearing about it. Now, I've never said the queen's a good person. I don't know. I don't know anything about the queen. I think the monarchy's stupid, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to offend my British listeners. I love you guys. You're our greatest allies. But I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. And fuck, I mean, I'm, and please, don't even try the, well, you're president. Look, we don't even like our president either. Don't try and take that tactic with us. Don't do a whataboutism because I'll agree with you. Um, now, again, I'm not saying the queen was, I don't know. I don't know the history of the queen. I don't know what she, I don't care, quite frankly. But still, I mean, if this woman's got some point to this, I'm interested in learning more about that. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah. It's interesting to see all the topics of discussion about the Queen's passing because I'm seeing a lot of concern. Donald Trump over on Truth Social, uh, I was going to say tweeted out, but uh, tr truthed out, I guess, um, posted about her and that he said Prince Charles is going to be a good king. Um, I don't know. Hmm. And there's a lot of conservatives are just like, you know, they don't care, which I'm not saying you should. I, either way, I don't fucking care, but still. It's just interesting. I like learning more about different perspectives regarding this because I feel like I feel like once Charles passes, then it's I think we're gonna see a a shift. I think once William takes the throne, we're gonna see a more progressive shift. We'll just say. Anywho, um, DOJ appeals judge's decision to grant special master in a Mar-a-Lago raid case. The U.S. Department of Justice on Thursday appealed a federal judge's decision to grant former President Donald Trump's request to appoint a special master to review the documents seized by FBI agents from his Mar-a-Lago estate last month. U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon granted Trump's request on Monday after weighing concerns raised by both Trump and DOJ attorneys. Judge Cannon said the court... Uh, was mindful of the need to ensure at least the appearance of fairness and integrity under the extraordinary circumstances presented in the order appointing a special master. Well, of course the DOJ is going to appeal this. Marvin Reaper, thanks for $2. YouTube is ass -hook. Appreciate it. I agree. Um, yeah. Of course DOJ wants to freaking stack the cards in their favor. I mean, yes. I mean, is that really shocking? A neutral party? God, no. Absolutely not. But... I'm not really shocked on that one. Um, Miami School Board rejects recognizing LGBTQ History Month. Uh, the Miami-Dade School Board overwhelmingly voted to reject recognizing October as LGBTQ History Month. Wait, I thought they already had a month. 
After listening to three hours of heated debate, the board voted eight to one Wednesday evening to strike down the. Like, you didn't have a chance with that. Jeez. They fucking obliterated. Like, the one poor guy's like, oh, yeah, I believe it. Just let's talk about it. And was like, eh, eh, nope. I'm tired of listening to your gay shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong here, folks? I'm tired of hearing about all gay shit, too. Nobody cares. Weird. Uh, after listening to three hours of heated debate, the board voted 8-1 to one Wednesday evening to strike down the measure that would also have included teaching 12th graders about Supreme Court cases Oberfell versus Hodges inventing the constitutional right to gay marriage and Bostock versus Clayton County adding a sexual orientation protection to Title uh, 7 of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Last year, the board voted 7-1 to one in favor of defining October as LGBTQ History Month, something that did not include teaching about Orberfell or Bostock. The lone vote in favor was school board member Lucia Bayes-Geller, who preferred the measure. Um, there is an election year, and the anti-LGBTQ rhetoric is a tool used by some to spread misinformation, she said, according to the Miami Herald. This is just plain disinformation. So, my question, though, is like, what anti-LGBT rhetoric does that... So, in my mind, right, I'm assuming in their mind, anyone criticizing the LGBT is therefore accused of spreading misinformation and hatred. We see, that, that's not true, though. Accusing somebody of lie when they should be telling the truth, that's not misinformation. Disagreeing with somebody is not misinformation. And then literally saying why you disagree with them Opinion-based, subjective, absolutely. But they always like, again, they always like nuclearizing these things. They always like make it seem as if it's the worst case thing. Oh my God, they disagree with me. They're spreading LGBT, because I'm gay. They're spreading LGBT hate. They're, they're, you know, homophobic. What? Like nobody believes these people anymore. The outlet has reported there were 35 to 45 people waiting in line to comment in support or against the measure. Those who spoke in favor of the measure argued that the passage of the measure would be create a safe and reaffirming environment. Really? A safe and reaffirming? Like, how? Okay. Max Fetting, who was charged of Prison Florida, which, according to the Herald, is a nonprofit organization that provides sexual health information to LGBTQ youth, took it several steps further by comparing those against the measure as Nazis. Oh, God. Oh, yep, absolutely. God forbid. Yep. Disagree with me, you're a homophobic Nazi. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're, we're back to this again? I thought they changed their tactic by now. We're really back to this again? If you disagree with me, you're a Nazi? I thought y'all had advanced a little bit. Clearly not. I mean, you, you not only beat that dead horse, you're resurrecting the motherfucker to beat it to death again. Y'all are that... Y'all are that bad off. Good Lord. <laughs> Everybody else doesn't like this is a Nazi. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's why nobody believes them. Again, it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And again, you just have to laugh. Uh, Ireland. What the hell is going on with you guys? Oh, it is my favorite. One of my favorite place, the Irish. Oh, God bless the Irish. These people are fucking amazing. I will never leave Mount Joy prison. Man who refuses to use trans students' pronouns is jailed. A teacher who refused to use the preferred pronouns of a transgender pupil has been jailed for breaching a ban imposed upon him by his school. A teacher has been jailed in Ireland for failing to comply with a temporary injunction banning him from the school where he works. Um, the dispute at the center of the arrest is reported to involve the teacher, Enoch Burke. Ah, oh, it's probably one of me, one of me ancestors should go over there to bail him out. How are you doing? It's your, it's your, it's your American cousin. How, how are you? I guess I wouldn't be speaking in Irish though, or that accent. Um, okay. But now from the sound of this though, it sounds like he, he wasn't jailed because he didn't use the proper pronouns, but more so that he violated a ban. A teacher has been jailed on for failing to comply with a temporary injunction banning him from the school where he works. Well, the article title from Breitbart says, I will never leave Mountjoy for a man who refuses to use trans students' pronouns jailed. Okay, this is kind of misleading. Again, I don't read these articles before the show. I just grab them because they're interesting. This is a little misleading, Breitbart. 
Once again, I will never leave Mountjoy Prison. Man who refuses to use trans student pronouns jailed, yet the reason for his jailing is failing to comply with the temporary injunction banning him from the school where he works. Why? Why? Hmm. The dispute at the center of the arrest is reportedly to involve the teacher, Enoch Burke, refusing to use a transgender people's preferred pronouns, which the teacher reportedly saying that he does not agree with the transgenderism. According to a report by the Irish Independent, the Irish courts have now committed the teacher to prison for failing to comply with the court injunction, finding that the suggestion that Burke had broken the injunction was not in dispute. Speaking to the court, Burke argued that he could not in good conscience comply with the order, arguing that his initial suspension from the school was unlawful and that obeying the order would constitute a violation of his own religious beliefs. Okay, I see where it's coming from on that one. I get it. Um, yeah, that, that's just a little... Man, I don't know on that one. I mean, I get where he's coming from. I, I do. I do. But either way, the article title is misleading. He wasn't jailed because he didn't use the pronouns. He was jailed because apparently he was banned from the school and he went back. I mean... I don't, I don't know. I just think that the article's misleading. And secondly, it's like, look, dude, I mean, you kind of had to know. If the school's going to try and enforce that type of policy on you, you're going to have to quit. Or you bend the knee and you do it. You know, it's, it's your call. But again, articles like this are clickbaitish. I don't like that. Uh, Supreme Court report on Dobbs leak coming soon. I hope, Gorsh says. We've been waiting how long now? How long was the leak? It's been like, what, well over a month? This is ridiculous. If you're watching on Twitch or Facebook, here's a link to Rumble. Come on over to the Rumble chat. We're live over there. Got almost 300 viewers. Come on over. It's Rumble. Just look up John Burke. Appreciate you guys coming on over. And then make sure you join the locals community that we have there. Justice Neil Gorsh said that he hopes Supreme Court's committee's report is finished soon. Supreme Court Neil Gorsh said that Thursday he hopes the investigation into Dobbs v. Jack's Women's Health Organization draft opinion leak will be completed soon. I'll hold my breath. It was Gorsh's first public comment since the late June ruling striking down a nationwide constitutional right to abortion in Roe v. Wade. Gorsh spoke before a group of lawyers and judges Thursday in Colorado Springs at the 10th Circuit Judicial Conference. Uh, get some protesters out there. Operation Save Abortion.com. And again, okay, so they have a protest here of all the conservative judges. And it, this is like Time Magazine, John Roberts, the man who presided over the death of the Constitution, stuff like this. And it's just all these people that are pro abortion. And every single one of these women, if you're looking at this photo, folks, I am not making this up. I'm certainly not exaggerating. Every, every single one of these women are very unattractive, very overweight. Uh, again, yeah, would not fuck any of them, rating them one out of 10, each one of them. Fat, ugly, 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 uh, ugly, even with a mask on. Uh, not attractive, fat, unattractive. This one just looks like she's crazy. This one's just a uh, possible meth head. Again, not surprising. The very same women that are screaming for this are the very same women that aren't getting fucked. So I'm not sure what the issue is here. Like, come on, let's be real about this. Let's be, let's be real about this. Hmm. I mean, that's probably why they're so upset. It's probably why they're so angry. You're not going to lie. I would be too if I wasn't getting any. But Okay. Uh, migrants bus to sanctuary city Chicago are promptly shipped off to suburbs. <laughs> the immigrants were sent to Chicago as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's response to the migrant crisis at the southern border. Uh, a group of over 100 migrants from the southern border were moved to an Illinois suburb after being welcomed in Chicago, an action that is reportedly frustrating local officials. The migrants are staying at a Hampton Inn in Burr Ridge and a Holiday Inn on Countryside, according to reporting by WGN-TV. Now, people, residents of that area can laugh about this, but ultimately it's your taxpayer money funding this. The government's putting them up in those hotels, guaranteed. And those hotels are private businesses. They're like, hey, man, we're not doing this for free. And the government's like, okay, we're going to have to pay you. What are they going to pay them with? Taxpayer dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
It's just, yeah. The migrants are staying at the Hampton Inn. Okay, while Chicago is a sanctuary city and Cook County is a sanctuary county, the migrants at the Burr Ridge Hampton Inn are in DuPage County. This county's sanctuary status is unclear. However, Burr Ridge Republican Mayor Gary Gresso previously said he would work to secure the border and to fund sanctuary cities, according to WGN-TV. Uh, now Grasso said he is frustrated by the sudden influx of migrants in the May. He says, I'm the mayor of the village. I should have been told I'm a frustrated as I'm as frustrated as mayor. Lori Lightfoot was in her not being told mayor. Gary Grasso said, I'm frustrated, but we're dealing with the situation. I'm going to keep my residents and businesses apprised. It's just a hundred migrants, migrants, bro. Like, really? It's just a hundred. You're telling me a hundred is doing this to you. Try upwards of 4,000 a day. This is how tipsy these blue cities are. Grasso referenced Mayor Lori Lightfoot's previously lashing out at Governor Abbott for the transportation of migrants, calling it unacceptable at a press conference this week. She says, my frustrations come from the actions of Governor of Texas, the Chicago mayor said. There could be a level of coordination and cooperation, but he chooses to do none of those things. Instead, he chooses to send human beings across the country to an uncertain destination. What are you talking about uncertain destination? They wanted to come to America. You think they had a specific destination in mind when they were crossing that border? Not really. They're just like, get across, we'll fucking find something. What are you trying to do here, Lightfoot? Like, what are you trying to do? This is, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You mean, he's, he's taking these illegal immigrants and he's shipping them to a different part of the country that they might not even know about or want to go to. What? That's your argument? That's your attempt to try and paint Abbott in a bad light? <laughs> He doesn't feel bad for these illegal immigrants that he's bushing, he's busting deeper into. Well, I mean, to be fair to Chicago, that is kind of fucked up. <laughs> Not going to lie, that's fucked up. It's like, bro, you sent him to Chicago. Like, okay, those poor illegal immigrants, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up with their, they're crossing the border illegally, but do they really deserve Chicago? That's fucked. It's like, well, you know, <laughs> you made it across the border. Let's see you survive in Chicago. I uh, hear Jesse Smollett's a big fan. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And last, but most certainly not least, Boise Pride Festival drops children's drag show amid mounting pressure. The decision to postpone the drag kids event comes at least when or as at least three sponsors withdrew their support. Um, the Idaho Boise Pride Festival organizers announced they would drop their children's drag show event, citing safety concerns. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out a statement that says, while the vast majority of our sponsors and supporters have voiced their support for the Boise Pride Festival and Drag Kids program, we have made the very difficult decision to postpone this performance due to increased safety concerns. The health and well-being of kids, their parents, and the attendees of the festival are our priority. The kids who, would go, who are going to perform have the enthusiastic support of their community and support and consent of their parents. We support the kids 1,000% and their choice to be themselves. Again, this is exactly why the LGBT is losing support. You are bleeding support. You are bleeding rainbow blood. Nobody is going to back the LGB anymore. As soon as you attach that T, this shit wasn't far behind it, and it's what's going to sink your ship. I'm telling you, the very same organization that once stood for equality, once you started being okay with kids dressing in drag, you went too far. That's what's going to put the nail in the coffin of the LGB community. It is. I'm telling you right now, we're already seeing it in the news. Pedophiles are trying to lock themselves in with the LGB. No, this is what you've opened it up to. As soon as you promoted child drag queens, you're done. You're done. Organizers said they hope to reschedule the event for a later date. The protest against the Children's Jag show was reported was reportedly scheduled for Sunday. Boise Mayor Lorne McLean commented on the festival choices to drop the drag show, saying, The inflammatory rhetoric of the past few days has put a spotlight on the critical need for, for our community to have a conversation about standing together. Are you kidding me? A conversation about standing together because you got criticized that you were endorsing children dressing in drag in front of adults? who are undoubtedly going to sexualize them. Are you kidding me? You're trying to use that whole community stand together bullshit. That's a cop out. Fuck you, cunt. Like you and your people should be fucking strung up. You're disgusting, immoral, reprehensible, just scum. Children in drag, have you lost your mind? But we should stand together as a community. As a community, you should be carted off to fucking camps. What's wrong with you people? 
Sincerely, what is wrong with you? The fact that it's 2022 we even have to have this discussion is beyond me. Good. I'm glad they had threats of violence. You should be scared. You should be scared for your safety. You are trying to groom children. You should be walking in fear of your fucking life. Afraid that somebody's going to come up and put a bullet in your fucking head. Like you deserve. The fuck is wrong with you clowns? I appreciate the actions the Boise Pride Festival has taken to protect all who join their celebration this weekend. I applaud their focus on positive and a positive, inclusive, community-based event where our LGBTQIA friends, neighbors, and family came together. Fucking disgusting. Zion's Bank was among the sponsors to announce it would no longer sponsor the weekend event, saying it was unaware of the event's activities involving children minors. Uh, Zion's Bank tweeted out, said, Over the years, Zion's Bank has supported a variety of pride events because they ran important or they are an important part of our support of our LGBTQ uh, employees and allies and are representative of our efforts to foster an inclusive, diverse, and equitable workplace and community. This support for all of our employees and communities remains unchanged. However, when we committed to our sponsorship of the year's Boise Pride event, we were unaware of the event's activities involving children minors. Since learning of these specific activities, we have made the decision to withdraw our participation in this year's Boise Pride event and have communicated this to event organizers. This is exactly how you do it. That is a brilliant response. It's a very well-articulated response. It covers all your bases, and they are 100% accurate and right on this. I like how they phrased it. Once we found out that children and minors were involved, they didn't even say child drag queen. They just said once minors are involved, that in and of itself, it sounds disgusting, doesn't it? But for some reason, according to the gay community, if you just call them child drag queen performers or drag performers, that's not. But this bank is completely right. Good for this bank for standing on its values. I appreciate that. And they should be supported. It's a very, You can support the LGB. You can. But not support this shit. This is a case in point. You are going to lose support. As you should. These LGB organizers should be considered rogues to the organization. This is ridiculous. Idaho Power and the Idaho Power... Uh, hold on, wait, hold on. Okay, uh, Idaho Republican Party Chairwoman Dorothy Moon has put out a statement she says is about Boise Pride Festival, which runs this weekend. Hashtag ID poll. Boise Mayor McLean campaigned as a moderate, but she is governed like her radical colleagues at Seattle and Portland. It is no wonder she's now put Boise in the middle of national firestorm over the sexualization of children. To be clear, this is no sleight of hand or political wordsmithing. Idaho's Democrat Party believes it is not only okay, but laudable to encourage children to engage in public displays of sexuality. For those who have been flowing or following the radicalization of the Democratic Party, this should come as no surprise. What is surprising is to see who is financing this attack on Idaho's children. Out-of-state companies promise to bring investment and jobs to Idaho. Instead, they are financing the sexualization of our children and the perverse idea that children should engage in sexual performances with adult entertainers. I call on all concerned Idahoans and the lobbying groups that represent many of these out-of-state businesses who seek tax benefits and subsidies from our legislators, including IACI, to disavow this attack on Idaho's children and to invest their sponsorship dollars in the Boise Rescue Mission that serves families, women fleeing abuse, and dis advantaged children. Children should be given the chance to live out a childhood free from violence, hunger, and the sexual appetites of adults. Damn. Damn. Bro, well done. Very well written. Very impressed with that. That's from Dorothy Moon, chairwoman of the Idaho Republican Party. Very well done. She put that very, I like how she put that. Out-of-state companies and all that, yeah. She did that very well. Good on her. That's how you handle it. And here's the thing. If there's any pushback on them, I don't think it's warranted. Because literally anyone that goes after Zion Bank or whatever the case may be, instant, instant categorization of groomer. Instant. The fact that you're going to defend this, the fact that you want to stick up for this, oh, you must hate gay people. No, I hate groomers. And the majority of you just so happen to be gay right now. Weird. 
And I'm not saying freaking all, all gay people are good. That's not what I'm saying. But if the LGBT as an organization is embracing this, then what else are we left to believe? Now, I, I do know there's a lot of gay people that are not pro-LGB as far as the movement goes, so I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about those that still stand in solidarity with this corrupted organization. Isn't it funny, these leftist organizations that stand up for something good and then eventually crumble to the element of human corruption and corruptibility, the LGBT, moral decay, you've included transgenders and now children, massive push for equality, and now you're crumbling, your empire's falling, BLM, Black Lives Matter, you stood up, you tried to do something for your community, what happens? You commit an act of violence, and then you steal from your own? Isn't it any wonder? Like, hey, socialism works though, right? Let's give those very same people that are calling for this more power over our finances. Absolutely not. That's where we're at, folks. That is where we are at. So, if you haven't done so, go join the locals community. It's attached to this Rumble. If you're not following me on Rumble, you should be. You should be over here at Rumble. If you see that join button, this little red button over on Rumble, you can click that. You can create a profile, and it's the uh, Rumble community. Uh, apparently, they don't ban either. It's coming, folks. They're going to ban me from Twitch, and they're going to ban me from Twitter, and that'll be it for me. I still have my Instagram my Instagram account, John Burke Official. It's just for my personal stuff. I'm just posting pictures that are non-political. But, um, yeah, we're having to make the push. We're having to make the push over. And, you know, also great news. Um, found out Truth Social. I was talking to them that they're allowing uh, people to run ads on their platform now. So you can find Shellshock CBD over there. You can find me over there at John Burke. Uh, and hopefully, if they allow it, we're going to start running some ads on that platform. So that'd be great. If we can increase our um, consumer base or uh, customer base, that'd be awesome to be one of the premier freaking, I don't want to say conservative CBD companies, but patriotic ones, that's for sure. So hopefully that comes to fruition. Again, heard that this morning from them. So we'll just, uh, we'll have to see. But anywho, again, don't forget, code MUG. On any products, $50 or more, get a free mug. And we just dropped the cotton candy Delta 8 Halo gummies. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? It's there. It's there. Go try it out. Go buy a 40-count bag. Use code MUG to get that, that free Shell Shock CBD mug. These, these gummies, again, they're amazing. We appreciate you. Today is Friday. I'll be back here ready to go probably Monday morning for the continuization. The continuation. The continuation of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Don't forget, Josh comes back on Thursday. Hopefully, him and his family are having a great time. So, until next time, folks, you stay Savage America. <laughs>